0: Emergency Ghost Gold Podcast. The European Super League has been announced. We got the whole crew here. I'm Andrew Passaro. We got Alex Moss, Javier Arevalo. We're all angry. We've got a lot, of, lot to talk about. A European Super League has been announced. We're gonna react to it. I'm gonna set things up here. Everybody's here, boys. Thank you for joining us all on this Sunday evening as we react to the news that there are 12 teams who are ready to form a European Super League. There'll be 15 original members, where there will be adding another five teams based on qualifications. Alex, Javier, how are we doing on this Sunday night?
1: It's been a crazy day. I mean, I've been talking about this with Alex, like, you know, off air for the last few hours. And then there was rumors of this in the morning. And it's kind of crazy how this just all barreled on us. Like, I didn't think I thought we were going to have to wait till tomorrow before, like, there was like a statement. There was rumors that there was going to be some sort of like now there's an official website for this. You know, we're gonna, let's say the ESL, because that's the, the European Super League is what they're calling it. There's now an official website where you can go and see um, the format and their official statement. It's called uh, the Superleague.com. And if people want to get informed about what this is all about, what clubs are in it, um, every I think every club has also released an official statement, all the clubs joining it. And uh, it's just just absolutely shocking and monumental news that, I mean, no matter if this ends up happening or not, Today has completely changed the way that everyone is going to be looking at football going forward. Like this is one hundred percent. This is a huge deal. That's why we're doing this emergency pod. I mean, we were we were like as soon as we heard about this, we're like, all right, we got to do an emergency pod, and you know, got our asses here to to do this because I mean, there's so much to talk about, so many angles to go here.
2: (laughs) It's likely the most historic day in football history since uh, the, the, the earliest equivalent of the Champions League was formed back in, uh, I think, 1954 or 55, yep. of which Chelsea were one of the founding members of the European Cup at the time, along with the champions of a bunch of other leagues, uh, and, and then were not allowed to compete in the, the inaugural tournament the next year because the league shut them down and said, no, we're not, we're not in support of this tournament. So it's, that was 70 years ago. Uh, we've had rejigs of the, the format, big ones, little ones. We had the formation of the Champions League in 1992, same year that the Premier League was formed, and they got rid of the old European Cup title and format with only champions and started expanding it to include other teams. And since that day and that, that, that last major sort of reset in 1992, all signs have been pointing towards this, where uh, FIFA, UEFA... They had the chance back then to set some kind of salary cap, set some kind of regulations that actually uh, actually held teams' feet to the fire, the biggest clubs especially, which we're now seeing is this is the result. It's the mainly the big clubs, um, and they didn't do that, and ever since then, those clubs have just been consolidating power, consolidating uh, influence in their fans worldwide, obviously consolidating... Uh, further and further superiority compared to their opposition in in money. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that Chelsea are not a part of this. They're a huge part of this, especially in the English game. And it, it it's 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 pretty heartbreaking to be honest. I poured yeah. a glass of whiskey. Um, <laughs> in, like, cause I just feel down, man. I just like I I feel I feel like these clubs and these owners have thrown out just the sort of unspoken. Reasons for why we play football, love watching football, love our clubs individually, but overall love the the game itself. They, they've just thrown that away and just said we don't care about that. The only reason we're in this is for money, and we all had a suspicion of it, but they were able to maintain the guise of actually caring about the sport and wanting to invest in uh, these clubs to help further uh, the sport itself. But obviously, that's been completely thrown out. And as a fan of one of the, I mean, we're all fans of teams that are going to be taking part of it and we have a very different uh struggle uh with with this sort of news than the rest of the team's fans will those those team's fans i can't even imagine what it's got what it's got to feel like for them it's got to be it's got to yeah, be I mean, shattering look, like it's going to destroy so Lester many teams
0: Leicester and west ham right now are in positions to make the champions league You know, for Leicester they haven't been in the in the Champions League since they won the title a few years back. West Ham, I never remember an 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 era where West Ham was making the Champions League to have fought so hard and to now have the rug pulled out of you at the last minute. And one of of my favorite things about the Champions League is watching the rise of these smaller clubs. Look at Atalanta last year. Look at that Leicester team. Go on a run in Europe and have this Cinderella run where they're upsetting the teams that have players on the other side who are making more money than the entire team. That is the magic of football. We talk about this all the time with the FA Cup. And literally what this is... This is the rich teams taking the ball away from everyone else and saying, fuck you, I'm going home because they lost. This is greed and this is bad sportsmanship. This is disgusting is what this is. I'm like – I've watched Liverpool – come from a team that was finishing 7th and 8th, and I had to take it on the chin that we were playing in Europe on Thursday and that we weren't playing the big teams, and to see them come back into the tournament this and go on that This is such a first that run, world
2: problems thing. Like, yes. we were in 7th or 8th. We were only playing on Thursdays. Like, all the other fans are just like, go fuck yourself, man. Like
0: Correct. But, like, there were years where we weren't making Europe at all. And to yeah. see them get into into the Champions League and have Klopp take us on that long Europa long and then run and take the long Champions League run, that is the magic of the game, and you're ripping it away from us. I, I do want to so, set up real quick the the twelve. Hold on, the twelve yeah, the teams format that are for in it
2: needs to be laid out. Yeah,
0: and the format we're going to have from England: Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, and Tottenham. One from of these Spain is not like Le- the others. Right. Two of these Um, are not like the others. Two of these are not like the others. Hey, 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 calm down. (laughs) And they both belong in North London, even though it's technically red right now. But then we go to Spain, where it's Atletico, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Italy, where it's the two Milan clubs, Inter and AC Milan and Juventus. Notable teams that aren't included in this, Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, Rebel Leipzig, or RB Leipzig. Um, PSG as well The German clubs are still voting About whether or not they're going to be a part of this They've said that there's going to be 15 inaugural teams It sounds like Both Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig It's on the table But there are different rules for Germany With that whole 51-49 Where the the fans have to own a certain percentage of the club So I don't know how that's going to play out PSG I haven't seen 100% what's going to play out And then other notable I mean Ajax went on a deep European run a few years ago they're not included in this. Porto, uh, Benfica, sporting in uh, in Portugal, not included in this. We kind of knew all of those teams are a little bit further down. So there's going to be 15 teams. There's going to be five spots that are going to be, I guess, awarded or, or you could qualify for. It's essentially going to replace the Champions League. They These teams will just not compete in the Champions League. How domestic leagues are going to handle this is kind of be up to them like there's there's also talks that fifa could ban all coaches and all players from participating in any fifa sanctioned event which is the european championships which is the world cup which is everything all the important stuff this the creation it, ha- it of has this, been
2: threatened but uh ha- i mean we're, we're obviously that hasn't let's finish, come to let's fruition finish, let's finish
0: the format because i'm gonna get into that in a second and launch yeah. into this but finish the format and the rest of the format is so you will have 20 teams two groups of 10 home and away fixtures two leg knockout format beginning with the quarterfinal round final at a neutral venue and yeah and the, and
2: uh, the the top four teams in each of the 10 team groups you know they get into the playoffs so to speak in you know, the yep there's some
1: playing games in there but um so yeah, it's not it's, exactly clear how five teams can qualify based on the previous season's performance does that mean that like correct that I don't those think teams automatically get relegated? Yeah, that that seems to me like a little bit but sketchy. I don't know how that, exactly they would do that.
2: That's not the important part. The important part is that fifteen of the twenty teams are set in this competition for as long as it exists. That's the part yes. that should outrage everyone. And I know we, we live, in that, that is the most inv- live in America. All three of us live in America. We have uh, we're much more accustomed to this sort of format than uh, a lot of pretty much every other country. In especially uh, like football obsessed countries, would be familiar with it. There's been over a hundred years in a lot of these countries of building a pyramid of teams from however many divisions they may have. In England, it's four professional tiers, and then there's like semi pro and amateur tiers below that. All of those teams make up an ecosystem. That the top clubs with all of their spending for, I mean, it's obviously gotten crazier and crazier recently, but that money has trickled down to those other clubs and has kept them, uh, I mean, especially now in the pandemic, it's kept them afloat. And that's just going to get yanked from them, especially if like some of these crazy outcomes that are being uh, floated out there happen that we're going to bring up in a second, like players not being allowed to compete in domestic leagues or compete for their countries or things like that. If that stuff comes to fruition, then it makes what's left of that uh, pyramid and those teams that don't go to the Super League, it's left with them being a second-rate, pretty much meaningless and like economically un- un- inviable or unviable like system. Like they, they, It would just go tits up. It would be completely destroyed. Maybe it hangs on for another couple of years, like a decade or something, but it eventually just peters out because there's no motivation. The, these clubs have just basically decided through entitlement, we deserve we are the Champions League. We are what people come to watch. And yes, that is very, very true for a lot of events, but like you said, Andrew, there are the the comets that appear, the IX's, the, the Lester's, the all these teams that you, like recently you can go back further and further and, and find them. Uh, they're what make us keep coming back to the sport. The fact that it's going to be 15 teams set is just, I, I actually struggle to find the words to kind of get it across to what I assume is a mostly American audience because it, it's so integral to uh, British football. I'll just speak about because I know that most that you, you you earn your place in your division. You, the table does not lie. And at the end of the season, if West Ham finish above Chelsea this year and we don't win the Champions League, say none of the rest of this stuff is happening, then I would have to sit back and say, wow, West Ham had a better season than us and we're not going to be in Champions League. It's, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, while I'm going to start it's, off by saying that I agree, I agree that this is disgusting. It's a money grab and it's definitely going to kill a lot of the competitive edge that, that these leagues have. Um, especially for a lot of the smaller teams. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here, because I, d- I don't think that this is 100% all bad. I don't think that this has not been thought through. Um, and I'll, I'll give you guys my reasons why I think that's the case, and you guys can agree or disagree with me. But I'm going to start off by saying, number 1, what's happened with COVID, um, which has caused numerous teams, uh, Inter Milan, Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, Arsenal, Tottenham, who you can blame, yes, on some mismanagement of the club, um, or uh, you know, of wages, of players, etc., etc. But a lot of these clubs are now in financial crisis because of what's happened with COVID, with global crisis. They've had to borrow a ton of money. They've gone into debt. So financial stability has, in this climate, has gone upside down. So. This is in, in, in what these owners are trying to say is that they want financial stability for their clubs. They want to be able to pay their players what they're paying the players now. So players wages have been going up tenfold to what they were a couple of decades ago. you know before the highest paid players in the world had one or two million dollars. If you look at now the NBA, the NFL, players getting 15, 20, 30, 40 million dollars that's starting to happen in football too. but guess what? The only teams that are paying that are these teams that are in these competition right now. You know who's not paying that? West Ham, Leicester City, um, Ajax. Guess guess how much Ajax pays their players? Like ten thousand a week. Guess how much uh, uh, you know Liverpool and and Chelsea? Hundred and fifty thousand a week is like the average at these clubs. It's already gotten to that point. People are trying to cry like this is the end of football as we know it, the end of competition as we know it. This has long been coming. This has already been the case. My God, Bayern Munich's won nine that, out of the last ten that's, titles. That's no
2: argument. That listen, that really listen, is, yeah. really is no argument. Like it, like the the fact that like, I'm not saying, Javi, I know you already put the put it out there. You don't necessarily think this is a good thing. You're just playing devil's advocate, but for. I haven't even heard people try to make this argument because all of the owners involved, you know, they don't put their face or their their voice to any of the shit. They just release statements and then never appear again. Um, But... If your first argument for it, and I think every argument in favor of it is a financial one and is
1: one. It's not. It's not. I was going to continue it ab-
2: saying. It absolutely is. I
1: just mean, wait. Of course, that literally of course, there's financial. One. Yes. But what I'm saying is it's already it's gotten to that point. It's already gotten to that point. These clubs, Chelsea, especially Chelsea, Chelsea, Manchester City, Manchester United. Honestly, to a certain extent, Liverpool haven't been that bad at this. Arsenal, not that bad. Tottenham, not that bad. Most of those clubs have just spent the revenue that their club has built. But teams like Manchester City, like Manchester United, like City, like PSG, um, who, I mean, apparently they're not going to be part of the Super League, but I, I, I bet in the end they will, um, but these teams have invested hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and now a team like Chelsea, who for their entire history were a, not going to say mediocre team, but were a you know fifth, sixth, fourth place team who occasionally, like you said, would make Cinderella runs and had all this history, gets bought up by a Russian billionaire, and suddenly they're winning the Champions League and winning the league a bunch of times. How is that not A very similar thing to what's happening here. Essentially, owners have already. Because it's
0: closing the loop. No, because it's. Because you're closing the loop. I mean, look look at what. First of all, what. Yes, you're right. Like, there's bad things going on at Barcelona and Inter, and even Manchester City's down 130 million. I saw in a tweet last week. A bunch of teams are suffering because of the pandemic. But that's not the point. One of my favorite things about European soccer. Is that there are consequences. There are consequences for when you don't perform at the level. And it's not just a player getting, it's not just, you know, a a player getting sold or a manager getting fired. It's, hey, you're not gonna win. When you close the loop, you're preventing like you know what's going on with wolves right now. You know what they? It's fine. They've had a a, a healthy injection, but they've scouted well, and and Roy and they haven't gone and, and bought and, the biggest uh, can players. I, can, in the I, world. can I
1: stop you right there? But like because you you talked about teams like West Ham and Leicester. Guess what? Those teams had hundreds of millions of dollars. Everton. All of these teams have billionaire owners who have been injecting money into them. Do you think that um you know some? So what shit about team Porto then?
0: Who knocked out Juventus? Okay. About, okay, and, and
1: that's at, awesome. That, that That's the that's the part magic of the game what that about we would lose with this type of league, right? Absolutely, but that's I agree. The, like, that's, putting that
2: to the side is
1: the main issue here. That's the thing that we don't okay, want to lose. That's okay, the that's one the thing that we component. don't want to lose, and which is why I think that this European Super League would have to try to work with the domestic leagues, would have to try to work with UEFA and FIFA to negotiate some sort of arrangement to obviously, you know... It, it, Maybe maybe more than five teams can qualify to this. Make it more open. I don't know. You know. Make it so that teams can possibly drop out. It, it, obviously, th- so, this format this format isn't going to stay as is. Like, there's going to be negotiations. There's going to be changes made. But I think well, that I I, I I think that people aren't. This is already the direction that football has been going for over for almost two decades now. People are pretending like 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 this magical sport has been. You know, teams have been making all these Cinderella runs. I'm so sorry that Monaco team from a few years ago. They put hundreds of millions of dollars into the team. That's how they got to the Champions League semifinal. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't that, like Leicester winning the league. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. That was a five thousand to one thing. Something that you know we'll all have as a great memory in our in our lives. And you know, maybe maybe a creation of a super league like this would 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 kill something like that off forever. I don't think so. I think I think the teams, you know, if owners still wanted to put money to, to try to compete domestically and get into the super league every year, if that's something that could be achievable for teams and, and if there was a viable method for that to happen, then I think this is something that could be possible and that could be viable. But I think that this is just already happening it, in every it's league. Viable. I listen, don't think anyone listen. is contesting Juventus, that it's not viable. Juventus It's, has
2: won it's the fallout of its the, viability the, the that leagues is the threat already to gone, the game itself.
1: The leagues have already gone stale as shit. Like, I'm i am so... Right now, before any of this was announced, I was so fucking... That's an individual no, opinion. That's not this this a, 100% true. This isn't just because truth. of my club. No, it's not an individual opinion. You we come on this every, pod and we talk
2: about the top four race. We come on, we talk about who's going to get relegated. Oh, the top
1: four race. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that stuff is interesting. What have we been talking about?
2: City have been the champions for the last, like, three months. What else has there been... Been to talk about in, in English soccer, particularly. It's okay. top. That's the reason it's so great. It's not like in the NFL, you, you, you the only thing you're talking about is who are you going to spend the draft pick on?
0: Like, who's you, who are you going to use that draft honestly, pick on? It's honestly, right now, yes, like, I, I have my hold oh, on, hold on, though. Hold on though. Uh, right now, would be, I have money would on more the Liverpool Leeds. To Leeds game honestly, because they would be like
1: two conference, I don't it, it would be more similar to the, to the, to Andrew, the, the NBA saying? model.
0: What I'm saying though, right now, is I, I have money on Liverpool Leeds whenever you guys listen to this, whatever, but <laughs> well. it's Sunday night. What like does that game even matter yeah, anymore? Yeah, what's the point? We, we play
2: Brighton on Tuesday. Who gives a shit? We're like, yeah, I don't give a like, shit about getting. Like, we're in the Champions League semifinal for the first time in seven years. We just stopped the, City from point? having a chance of getting a quadruple. Guess, if what? If guess what? You fucking spent two
1: hundred and fifty million dollars last but, summer. Holy shit! You're in the Champions League saying, semifinal. Though. This is that's so, so special, Alex. You're so your club is so special because you spent two hundred and fifty million dollars. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, of course that's why. Can I put this in terms that?
2: You, you might understand rather than going for each other for each, like my my club or whatever. I've already said I'm like completely heartbroken about the whole thing. Let, let's let's rewind three or four years. It had been what like thirty two. And I'm not trying to make this this. Uh, I'm not trying to tell this story as a, a means of linking like what's going to happen to international football. I'm using it as more of an analogy for uh, your feelings about the game and the emotions that the uh, that the game elicits. Go back three or four years. You and me were hanging out together. We were watching pretty much all of Peru's uh, run to qualify for the 2018 World Cup. The first one they were seriously uh, in con- like in contention for for 30 plus years. Uh, I was over at your parents' place the night that you guys sealed qualification. Uh, just just this, just getting to the World Cup final was. A trophy. It was something to celebrate. The experience of you guys getting on that plane, you and your dad and your uncle, and going to another country and being with thousands of other Peruvians in another country, even though you lost the first game and it was heartbreaking, and you lost the second game to the eventual World Cup winners and it was heartbreaking. Getting to that third game and scoring those two goals, those two great goals by Andre Carrillo and... Uh, I think Guerrero. That's that experience. That's not something that you can really like quantify to someone that you're trying to explain. Like, what what does this this uh, spirit of football of you know your team may not be able to ever win anything. I doubt you and your family ever thought Peru would actually win the World Cup. But even though you didn't think you, you that Peru were going to win that World Cup, just the experience of you know the whole qualification process, thirty years of. Uh, of not going to that tournament and all the heartbreak that that entailed to going going to Russia going to a foreign country with thousands of other peruvians and and experiencing the the heartbreak of those first two losses and the the, the joy of even just scoring uh two great goals against australia in the third game that's uh, that's what it's all about and putting that aside, shelving that and all of the experiences from top to bottom, and everyone's going to focus on top, the top part of these uh, these clubs because they're the ones uh, doing this, but it affects everyone and it's just incredibly selfish and uh, is going to, going to set the game back many, many years. One of the reasons I love this game is uh, because it seemed more fair and more of a meritocracy to me than what you have here in America, so I, I'm just I can't I can't get behind it.
1: Yes, Alex. While that was a magical moment, an amazing you know to go to a World Cup and experience something like that, I don't think that that necessarily needs to change, but I do want to say. I'm not it, talking it, about that changing. Hold, hold I, on, hold I was on, hold on. Wait, that let me, it's let me, not
2: that the World Cup will change. It's that those feelings. I'm, I'm making the comparison of those feelings to clubs in the second division of each country that have the dream of just getting to the Premier League or getting to La Liga. Competing I don't understand. Real I don't
1: understand why that why that will change. Why that would change. Why you wouldn't the domestic competition? those 15
2: clubs, they're not overseen by a FIFA or a UEFA, who we're going to get onto here but they're not overseen by anyone else. They well, run it themselves. They well, decide they have that's the key where, and they're the part, competing. That's a conflict yeah. of interest. And that's and the bullshit. Part-
1: where I think this that the, the, the game needs to change. Because I think UEFA, FIFA, and all of the fucking FAs, the English FA, all of the fucking South American FAs who are just full of corrupt pieces of shit, who, let me tell you, do you know why Peru didn't qualify for a World Cup for 30 years? Because we have a bullshit format where every single team needs to play each other um, twice, and we have to play Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, and Uruguay every single fucking time to qualify for the World Cup. So it's insanely hard to get into the World Cup. And every FA— Hold on, hold on. Every single FA in Peru, in Brazil, in England has been lining their pockets with money for decades and decades and decades. And that's why they want to fight against this, because this would be a huge threat to those people as well. The 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 the, the FA can—like, uh, there, there's so many different avenues that you can take with this, but— uh, An excellent example is the the Qatar World Cup. I mean, the fact that over a thousand workers have died for this thing to happen and it's still going ahead. Players are still playing the World Cup qualifiers for it. People aren't boycotting this fucking World Cup. And and, and, and why? Because we have a disgusting, shit corrupt organization called FIFA and UEFA and these FAs who are supporting and in cahoots with FIFA and UEFA and have been destroying world football for decades. This well, has been well, going on for decades. Agree.
2: That's where we would agree. But uh, a great tweet I saw about this like, a couple minutes before we started recording was that a whole situation has to be fucked for UEFA and FIFA to ever be on the side of the moral good. Like, because that, that's what this is. Like, it's a battle for the soul of football and why we play foot. why we care about football so much, what it means to societies, not just one, societies in multiple different countries. And uh, those clubs who are the leaders in all of those countries, they're the ones winning the trophies, winning the leagues, for the most part, Uh, they're supposed to be leading everyone. Uh, They've just decided, yeah, fuck everyone else. We're we're, we're lining our own pockets. It's basically saying that is like saying, like, uh, everyone's corrupt, but fuck it. Let's just let the most corrupt people... Be as like just lead the lead everyone else in that wasn't being that wasn't where it's I was going like, to go.
1: What I was going to say is something like this could lead to a lot of negotiations, to a lot of changes up, yeah. to be made, um, f- to to start from the bot from the from the ground up rebuild and rebuild FIFA, rebuild UEFA as a new organization with new rules. It's, it's bullshit that every single country has a different system of VAR that in the group stages and in the knockout rounds at the beginning of the Europa League there isn't VAR. In every round of 16 game there isn't fucking VAR. That some of these referees who are blatantly corrupt and shit remain in their job for decades. Like all of this has been going on for so long and it's been getting worse and worse and worse and it only got worse with the, the fact that owners can spend whatever crazy amount of money they want at clubs and get away with it and it, it's such a fucking like il- il- illusion that these small teams have a chance of winning the league Leicester was a 5,000 yeah. to one freak of nature thing that but happened you, any win- other right, team and now they're trying to, other- they're
0: not trying to get away with that but that's the thing though like are you, do you really think that these billionaires are going to get a, the ones that are going to save us from FIFA? Yeah. No,
2: that's like, bullshit. They're, like, they're, what they're, they're doing, is They're going to take not. ownership of their own competition and then give it back and then be uh, ruled over by a yeah, different organization. They're, no, not, they're not going to do no that. No one is...
0: There, no one's right. That's There's part no of correct. the power grab. They don't want the, to have the, the, another the, the body other, okay, rule over the, them. Exactly. Place fines I was gonna say the other, the other thing, the other thing necessary. That's, that.
1: I, think is bullshit, I don't think it's I I don't think it's necessary. The other thing that's bullshit is that UEFA goes and takes, you know, 30, 40% of the TV revenue from these domestic leagues because they're like, all right, you're gonna come play in our competition, so you have to pay us to do that. And then these this quote unquote nonprofit has a bunch of executives and millionaires that are getting rich. People are dying to, to, for their World Cup to happen. I mean, it, football is already in shambles before this was announced. I'm not saying that this is gonna make things better or that. I think this is gonna bring change. And I think that that could be a positive thing. I think if this could bring, this is gonna bring a lot of people to the table. This is gonna bring a lot of lawsuits, a lot of pains, a lot of things that haven't been getting solved and that have been piling up for years and years and years. And it's gonna bring it all to the forefront and we're gonna have to solve it. And I think that that could be a very good thing. I think that, yes. That a lot some of the magic of the sport may be taken out if this happens. Yes, will there be? Will we lose interest in in our domestic leagues? Probably. Will Will this the Champions League, be, which which we all love right now, the format that it is? Um, you know, will that change? Yeah, and 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 there's there's obviously a lot of negatives on the table, but I think that there can be positives. I don't think that this is going to be the end format. I don't think this is exactly how it's going to be. I think this is very infancy, and I think that a lot of clubs are doing this. Because they're sick of FIFA, they're sick of UEFA dictating what to do, giving them I fines, I disagree. Uh, this is uh, making, that's,
0: that's, that has nothing to do with FIFA. There's nothing it, to do with does. corruption. It does. No. no. This, exactly this, has what this has to do, to do. With, Andrew. What the this hell
1: are you talking about, This has to do with billionaires about, getting
0: their team no. on. This. This is. This is the billionaires closing the loop so that they can be in the Champions League every year. This is what they want. And I've heard about this. Like this is. They love the fact that you know in the NFL, like if you don't do well that year. You don't get kicked out of the league. They want that mate. They do, they want to close the loop, and I don't want this for Liverpool. Like I, I don't think when you when you make when you start spending this much money, it comes down to would I rather live in Barcelona or Madrid or Paris or Liverpool or London? You know what you're gonna fucking choose? Not Liverpool. I don't want this for my club. I would rather just focus. Like I would. You know what? Take away European games. I love European games. But if, if I had to either be in the Super League or just be in the Premier League, I'd rather be in the Premier League. Absolutely. I'll, Without
2: I'll, a doubt. I'll raise you one further. I said this to Javier earlier today. If uh, right now, all of the European Super League proposals, like it was just overturned. It was just a bad a bad nightmare from today. And the, the cost for that was Chelsea uh, being relegated and Roman Abramovich selling the club and us starting in the championship over again with new owners and players leaving. But none of this happened. I would take that because it would save. I take it too. It would save the actual soul of football and the competition of football.
0: See, but I, fuck I, I anyone th- I th- who says I think otherwise, you're, you're, saying- you're
2: a fake fucking plastic fan. Chelsea okay. football club till I die. Unless it's for this bullshit. I'm going to become yeah. a Brentford fan. Brentford or Fulham? My, uh, I went for. Norwich.
0: <laughs> I call Norwich. I'm gonna no, be a no, it Norwich has to be fan. in West
2: London. It's still going to be around the area that my grandma lived
0: in. That the maybe reason Brighton. Why my... I, does that make a? Does that make me a Bolton Wanderers fan? Yes, I feel like it does. That, no, 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 it makes you, you an bold. Everton fan. Ooh. Fuck that! I'd rather die.
2: <laughs> that was a joke.
0: <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. I'd rather die. <laughs>
1: so, so yes, Alex, I agree with you that this would take. And this is why I think that this is going to bring negotiations. This is going to bring people to the table. I don't ultimately think that this is going to be the end all be all. But I just, I already, I think that that's bullshit that you're saying that like this is the whole soul of the sport. The soul of the sport's already been sold, it's already been fucked. It's, it's been like this for years. It started... Yeah, but the, the when, when competition the actual I don't trust, trust billion, format,
0: billionaires the, to bring The format was already, I'm sorry. Was already yeah, there. Yeah,
1: Andrew, Andrew, you're right. This, this this is probably not the solution. But the fact that Bayern Munich have won nine out of the last ten titles, the PSG have won uh, ten out of the last ten years, the Manchester City, if they win the this a, year, my whole will point have won not five about out of the last ten wins. years. It's not just okay, about that. Exactly, it's about the game it's itself. Not, exactly. I agree with you. And I, I, I don't think that the domestically leagues need to change that much if they're willing if the if this new league is willing to work with them because they're saying that they're going to give them payments that they want to work with them that they want to work with the FA that they want to work with FIFA that they want to make this still inclusive
0: the FA Cup and the League Cup like well no I think they, they do
1: they, I don't think they want to play the FA Cup and the League Cup anymore I, th- I think those are stupid pointless competitions that these teams are forced to play in and that funny they would that, her, funny that, that's
0: the only one Arsenal can win
1: Okay, we have more Premier League titles than you. Um, And so...
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Call uh, me when you do something in Europe.
1: Um, But uh, this isn't something that Is is is, well Europe's gonna change as we know it, so you know, I don't know about that, Andrew. Um and and what was that? I'm sorry. You're gonna find a way to be the first team relegated from the fifteen
2: teams that are like set in the competition. You're gonna do something or Kronke's gonna annoy somebody and they're gonna be like, Hey, can we find like a stipulation in the the bylaws that can kick out one of the fifteen members and use that? Obviously,
1: listen, this is capitalism at its finest though. When people try to say like It's capitalism at its worst. At its worst, sure. Yes. Uh, but at its peak, uh, this is this is what capitalism does, and this is what this is the Americanization of, of football. Which yeah, it's a very sad thing, honestly. Uh, Jurgen Klopp a few years ago even talked about it when when there were rumors of this starting. He was like, I, I he would look. What would be ph- phenomenal is if tomorrow we see coaches come out and just quit their job or say, you know, if this if my club continues with this, I'm not going to stay at my club. If players take a stand, if uh, fans obviously are going to try to take a stand, but this could be what ultimately maybe pushes the owners away. You know, this this could be what takes power away from the owners if, if enough people get behind it. But this is what football needed. It needed something drastic and radical like this to kick everyone's ass, to realize that the sport was not this magical la-la land that everybody thought was, oh, we're in this great spot where, guess what? The same fucking 10 teams are winning the Champions League every year and the domestic leagues every year. Yes, occasionally Napoli was getting into the top four or, you know, now RB Leipzig, they're spending a shit ton of money, so they're a top three team. But, like... What is the the one factor that has always been the case? Even even Leicester, when they came up, their owner spent a shitload of money. Wolves, these teams that are quote-unquote Cinderella, the huge factor in all of this is the money spent and that owners have put into it. I don't think that the the, the the what used to be the case was yes teams used to build with their academies teams used to you know have to have to build from the ground up it would take them 10 20 years to get to the peak of football now a team like Manchester City uh, who were fucking relegation fodder were relegated in the years in the 2000s came up were shit they were 15th 16th right before they were bought and then suddenly within a season you know they were finishing 5th 6th a couple years later they were in the Champions League a year later they won the league it that already to me had already killed the magic of football like teams like Manchester City, like PSG doing that type of thing, for me has already killed a lot of the magic of the sport. I know you think that that's just a personal opinion, but and and, and then at the same time the World Cup, things like this Qatar World Cup, like the last World Cup in Russia, which were complete bullshit corrupt World Cups that uh, all of these FAs have agreed to that everyone has been in cahoots with, I think already the sport has been has been deteriorating and its soul has already been getting teared down. So this is going to bring everybody to the table. This is going to bring a huge conversation and it's going to bring hopefully fans and clubs together and they're going to hopefully try to to prevent the owners from making this exact thing happen but for big changes to be made. Because I don't think it's okay the way that world football has been going. I think it's just been getting worse and worse with you know this Neymar transfer with With teams spending a hundred seventy million on their backup fucking goalkeeper, and then they can go and spend another forty million on a goalkeeper. Like, we knew it was getting ridiculous when it went from
2: when it went from oil billionaire magnate taking over Chelsea to. An entire fucking country taking over PSG. Absolutely, or Dubai, uh,
1: right? Dubai, Dubai's fucking. Or sorry, um, using it was the...
2: using football to sports wash their their image and make you know Abramovich has a great image in a lot of the world now because of Chelsea. When you know his past is pretty uh spotty, pretty sketchy.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and and and, and these are the things Qatar that. Already.
2: Yeah, uh, these... Abu Dhabi, the uh, the Sheikh Mansour from from Manchester City the Yeah, it's you're you're not wrong in a very general point. I don't disagree with you because I'm also of the opinion. Fuck UEFA and fuck FIFA and that whole umbrella and all the corruption that's been rife within it for for decades. And the
1: football associations of all of these countries that have been in cahoots with FIFA. The way
2: it is being done with these top 15 um, most powerful clubs. Leading the way on it uh, like uh, this. Just, just say it is, how it is. The, the top
1: fifteen richest clubs in the world, because that's there, what it there's is.
2: There's no there's no end game for this that ends up with fans of the game not being fucked. Like we're, there's no good well, okay, outcome correct. for this. All right, let me let me, no let, me
1: make a, let me let me make a couple a few proposals that I think could end up positive if this is what ends up happening. So I think number one, if these teams end up getting kicked out of their domestic leagues, I don't think that suddenly all of the like the domestic leagues would suddenly die. I think there would still be interest in. Teams other than Manchester United, Manchester City, okay. Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, competing and being getting re- to get winning the league,
2: quick? just so. Could- currently, the Premier League has the richest TV contract uh, in the world. It's paid by multiple different countries. The the US pays like a big percentage of that, and that's the reason why all these other teams get a bunch can can afford really expensive players. Why Sheffield United can go buy Sander Berg from a Champions League club. You take out the top six teams in the league, and there's going to be a breach in contract somehow of that deal, and it's going to massively affect the renegotiation of that contract, whoever ends up getting it. And we can just talk about the U.S. specifically. How many people here in the U.S. specifically do you think are getting uh, NBC Gold or whatever it is? What's the... What's money? now? Peacock. peacock. peacock and How many people yeah. do you think are getting Peacock if there is no Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester United, Liverpool, Man City, and Tottenham? Well, they, did the par- they, they did Bronx move the office. They did move like, par- the office fans. and parks
1: and rec fans. But yes, other than that.
2: Yeah, sure. Office and parks and rec. Great. They're building their own thing. But I'm just saying, for soccer specifically, that money is evaporating. Those, th- th- those clubs that are left over are getting a fraction of the TV money they were receiving before. And they still owe a bunch of players money for wages and bonuses that they negotiated under a previous contract that was agreed with different terms and different teams involved. It. That that's the kind of effects I'm talking about. The Premier League then then, then trickle down to the rest they of can the go clubs. Belly
0: up very quick. Very Absolutely. very quick. Very Absolutely.
1: Quick. I, and and the money in football has gotten so ridiculous. And this would obviously. But I but I think that if you take those fifteen teams out of leagues, yes. While at first there would be you know, a lot less interest probably in those leagues. I think there would be a lot of new fans of new teams. Um, It would create more interest um, for a lot of the smaller teams. Eventually it would create more revenue for them. And if they survive, I I, I don't think they survive. I I, I think
2: you're just, you're, 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 I hesitate to say talking out of your ass, but it's it's just you're you're making stuff up at this point. There's no, well, no nothing I'm, to assume I'm, I'm, Why yeah, that this would is, happen? This is
1: this is all this is all theory all the that the eyeballs that are going to be drawn towards happen. this one
2: super league. Everything will be drawn towards it. Everyone who cares about like soccer on a very general basis won't give a shit about the Premier League in England because yeah, the but, best teams but, but aren't but in it anymore. That's that's but that's what it's
0: getting to at this point. And winning the league while wouldn't I,
1: mean shit. While, while, exactly. But like, while I, while what, I agree,
0: what, who cares if frankly, let's let's say West Ham win the league. And let's say all these teams get kicked out, and West Ham wins the league. But then Manchester City goes and wins the Super League. Everyone in their mother knows that West Ham isn't the real champions
2: of England. You also set a precedent that you know if this group of fifteen clubs can go off and form their own tournament, then what's to stop? uh, I don't know, like uh, like the the rest of like the northwest clubs in England. You know, Everton, Leeds, like all, all those all those clubs that still think of themselves as big. You know, Aston Villa all of these clubs, even down to the championship. What's to stop them from being like, hey, let's just form our uh, our Northwest England uh, division and we'll play home and away games against each other and that, that'll that be our league. We're not going to play against the teams from the South. It sets that precedent that teams themselves, if they think it's financially viable, they should just go do that. And it splinters the sport into like a boxing or MMA style like way that it's set up. That's, that's the, one of the great, it's not just about, the, like how the games are played on the field it's about how we set up the the tournaments to be played and england or soccer i thought had the perfect format across the world there was a path from the very bottom of except it wasn't perfect to get to the, it wasn't
0: that's perfect. what i'm
1: trying to get but, to it but, wasn't perfect and capitalism isn't corrupted perfect, evidently okay but, like, but it's it's been corrupted it's been corrupted and, there are the bottom. and destroyed by the money that was injected into the sport by these owners and that there was just no restrictions. You could have prevented this. This could have been prevented if there had been, you know, a, a quote unquote, like kind of a soft salary cap. Or if you, you put restrictions on. Oh, you mean how you,
0: financial fair play just doesn't work? Exactly.
1: How that doesn't work. How FIFA just corrupt this fuck and don't enforce it in any way, shape or form. How they don't have the power to enforce it or just they don't care to do it. You look at Manchester City breaking the rules every fucking year and nothing happens to them. PSG. How can you drop 250 million pounds or euros on a player? Like that is absolutely insane. That is where football has gone though. Like you can't like it's no longer that the, the, the that every club is putting their money into their academy and you're you know you're bringing up your starlets from your academy although they thank you, Arsenal, for doing that. Yeah, you know, you're... T- t-
2: tell that to a lot of teams in this tournament, like Man no, City, that's Chelsea, what I'm Liverpool. That's what
1: I'm saying. A bunch of these teams have just been poaching and 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 from 13 or 14 years old, buying the best players from Brazil, Argentina, wherever, paying paying their families to come live in England and whatever and play for their club. And it, it it's perverted this.
2: And that's not this... going to stop with this, is it?
1: No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. But but I think that you're trying to say that like all all of this, like that, this magical like. I think it's like a magical fairyland that you're, like, imagining that the sport is. That's how the sport was. It's not like that anymore. It's changed because of teams like your team, because of Manchester City, because of PSG. And I'm so sorry. I'm not, like, attacking you on this. This isn't your fault, obviously. but, but, But I think that this is such a, like, obvious thing that's been happening for so long. This is the direction that the sport's been going for so long now. It's no longer that, like... Your merit, right? That you you scouted some good youngsters. You uh you know got some really good young well, coaches. I mean, hold
0: on, hold on, yeah, now. hold on. N- nothing in life is guaranteed. Yeah, teams you spend money and don't reach the best seventeen-year-old. You can sign the best seventeen-year-olds from all over England. You can't make them. They they're not just going to magically yeah, yeah, match together. Yeah, but guess what? Guess what? You guess have to what? work at it. Guess what? Ch-
1: Chelsea, like like uh, that's why like it, that that pissed me off so badly. That how can a team? buy the most expensive goalkeeper in the world. I'm sorry I keep using that as an example. But how can a team do that? Not use that goalkeeper, leave him on the bench all the time, go and buy another goalkeeper, and then there's absolutely zero consequence. They're in the Champions League semi final. They can use this guy as the backup for their FA Cup games. Like, what the fuck is the sport coming to where the backup, the backup goalkeeper on Chelsea, the most expensive goalkeeper in history... Is of, a backup because of a release and, and
2: clause, it wasn't negotiated. But okay, uh,
0: okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's th- um. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna scooch back here a little bit because we've talked a lot about people coming together. So there's been rumors about the Champions League changing format prior to this. It's supposed so to be announced talk-
2: tomorrow. UEFA was due to announce yes.
0: the 36 team like uh flow out. Correct. Coincidence. Do it Coincidence. In- Yes, I think not. They're gonna do it, and something called a Swiss style. They're gonna add another four teams. They're gonna change it from eight league, uh, eight groups to six groups. Change the amount of teams getting into the knockout stages, and thus adding like the team that would win the Champions League would play seventeen games. They'd end up adding like close to a hundred games to the competition by just adding four teams. And I don't know. Part of me thinks that this. Part of me thinks that this. Super League is a negotiation tactic and that these are these teams that are doing this. But the other part of me says, you know, if it looks like a rat and it, and it smells like a rat, it's probably a fucking rat. And the reality is this is not the first time we've heard of this Super League being talked about. It's been rumored for like the last four to five years. Right. Where these also, top also, JP owners, Morgan
2: put up four billion uh in, in yes. like. And money for the Super League just to help these clubs do a negotiation tactic? I don't think so. Money talks. Yeah. And J.P. Morgan, uh, a, a bank that, uh, what's his name? Ed Woodward, the Manchester United president, used to work for, used to be a, v- a VP at or something. They're, they're the main financiers of this whole project. So, Yeah. Do, do I think it's, it's, it's absurd not that, people, that
1: people like Stan Kroenke are going to be, you know, vice chairmen in this, like someone who I fucking hate and despise. And yes, I think that's absurd. I, I like I hate that there's going to be even more power given to the owners. I hate that my club is probably going to move away from the model of youngsters coming up from the academy and us coming up through that. That's what we've done for 100 years. And it's always been the model at our club. You know, youth first. We can, we can you know buy a few good talents around that, but that's always been the model of the club. And something like that's going to change like this. But at the same time, it's going to put those 15 teams on an evil, even playing field. It's going to bring the level of competition to the highest level that it's ever been. Higher than ever the Champions League's ever been. And it's going to be fucking entertaining. You guys can't deny that those things, right? And I, and I, again, it might be fucking over the other clubs. I I don't disagree with that. It, it is fucking over the other clubs. I'm, I it, it is going to decrease the level of domestic competition. It's probably going to screw over lower leagues. These are things probably that these owners don't give a shit or haven't thought about and that's what's really sad about all of this. But like Andrew said, it's going to change if the this
0: entire dynamic of the Premier League. Where is Harry Kane going the... on loan to develop
2: to even be in the position to break into Tottenham's squad and be their talisman to put them in this position? He was on loan for years at lower league clubs. That I was a, no, that, Yeah, the, 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 those was are gone. For What's happening then? That's just thousands, if not millions, of uh, people who want to play professionally and and have the chance to you know reach the top level of football. Who, that's just gonna not going to be there anymore. It's uh, just the fact that you're, you're even admitting that it would screw over the other clubs it just makes me think you should just agree with me that it would just destroy the soul of the game. And but I already we, think that we, I already kind of think it.
1: the soul has been destroyed. That, that that's that's where I think that me and you don't agree because obviously your club has benefited from it more than any other club in the world. So for you, you think like, oh, this is fine. Let's continue down this road because my club, they're going to keep spending insane amounts of money. My owner is going to keep doing what he's doing, and I'm going to be great. I'm still going to be in the Champions League all the time. We're going to have our seventy million, you know, pound backup goalkeeper. So obviously, dies, for you, this Romano- is great.
2: So Roman Abramovich dies and, you know, maybe the pe- person who gets the ownership of the club decides to sell and cash in and make a bunch of money. Someone else comes in, takes over Chelsea, does a really terrible job. We fall off. That's a possibility. It's not as likely now that we've reached such a high level. It's harder to dip back down, but it's still a possibility. And I would stick by the the club for to the end if they did that I'd stick by the club until they went into administration and and folded but to just completely leave the playing fields and say we don't want to be a part of this 100 100 year old plus system and fuck you fans and and all of you that basically built this club because don't don't mistake it the working class people of most of these countries built these clubs founded these clubs put their hard-earned money and time into these clubs supporting them and making it happen and these billionaire owners have come in and just you know taken over and stood on the the, well, the giants of shoulders uh, the yes. shoulders of giants who hold on hold but on can, hold you, on, hold can on. you please this admit is, that this has on, been happening
0: on. for
1: twenty
2: years? I did I
1: did hold
0: at on, the though. very beginning okay. of this
2: with the ninety two thing.
0: Hold on though, like let's and this is and what Alex is talking about is right. It's like imagine what the tickets for this are going to cost. Do you remember Bayern Munich fans petition? Uh, you know. Refusing to see them play Arsenal on the road because it was like 105 pounds a ticket while in Germany it was like 40. Like, can you imagine what Super League tickets are gonna be? I mean, uh,
1: if there's no middleman to, because it really, Champions League games were the most expensive ones. And that was because FIFA decided the prices and clubs could decide for their away games what they wanted the prices to be. But for home games, you know, Champions League, they take part of the revenue from every team, the the broadcasting and tickets. And, hey, maybe maybe if this Super League, this could be a way to pitch to the fans. Maybe they make the, the, the tickets cheap. You know, maybe they make no, them no more chance. accessible. They
0: definitely said that earlier.
1: You said that
2: earlier to me. And that was like, why would you even throw that out there? Why would, why would rich they, people ever do the opposite. take the option gonna of, yeah, we're going to make less money, even though everything they've done leading up
1: to this point has clearly shown that well, they're not they're doing gonna to make they're less clearly, money. You they know what's going to happen? S- they still hold need the though, fans. Hold the hold fans are now. the lifeblood of the brand if, if fans boycott their club and, and they clearly go away, not. they're not going to make any money. Clearly
2: not. D- clearly that's they, not going to happen. They feel confident they can get tourists in to just you know take up the seats in these clubs. you know what
0: else they're going to do? You're going to have the most exclusive brands in the world get in on this. Watch what happens when Gucci is creating the Super League kit for XYZ team. Watch what happens when Supreme gets involved. Watch what ha- This is they're going to brand this as the most exclusive thing ever for all the rich and famous where it's like, you know, the, the kid who want won- a pair of Jordans right now. I'm a size 9. I want a pair of Air Force 1s forever. Do you know how hard it is to get that? This is going to become the equivalent of getting this type of soccer ticket. It's it's going to the branding is going to get fucking obscene. And it's and you're going to, like I said, you're going to have Gucci, you're going to have fucking Louis Vuitton, you're going to have Palace, you're going to have Supreme, all these giant brands where everything sells out in two seconds, they're going to get involved. Because, and then they'll do whatever they have to. They'll get Travis Scott peddling tickets on his Instagram. Like, they will do whatever they have to to make this sound like the, the greatest thing ever since sliced bread and, and more exclusive and, you know, top tier, yada, 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 best in the world, whatever. But... W- I think if it wasn't a guarantee that 15 of these 20 teams were guaranteed a spot in this, I think they'd have a lot of people more on board.
1: I, I, I agree, I and, and maybe maybe that's going to be what's the negotiations in the end are gonna going to boil down to. But it's not going
0: to. It's when you look at the owners of those clubs and the amount of money that they're getting for they're getting like four over 400 million dollars for being one of the original clubs in this.
2: I, I assume there's there's a lot of rumors going around that a bunch of clubs, especially in England, uh, it's probably them leaking it to try and save face. so take it with a pinch of salt but supposedly a lot of clubs uh, agreed to join just so that they wouldn't get seemingly like left behind with quote fingers because yeah, it, the the cash grab in the middle of a pandemic is it, it is that important. but if you think these big clubs are hurting from the pandemic, Try to imagine what the the smaller ones are, even in the championship. Like, it's yeah, I don't know. It, it's unforgivable, frankly. And
1: yeah, it's very sad. I, I don't know
2: how we keep like how I, do we, what do we keep talking about on this podcast? Like, do we talk about these Premier League games? Does it matter? Is top four a thing anymore? Do
0: we care? No. Like, w- what 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 happens to Liverpool this year when? You're in the league, and all your defenders get hurt. It's like, all right, well, we're not going to win the league, and we're not going to win the Super League. It's we just have to we just have to not get relegated. That that becomes the season for Liverpool this year. This whole year becomes a lost year. of Let's just not get relegated. Or right now, this game against Leeds on Monday is do or die. It's a must win game. You're, you're and then what happens to this? It's you're going to take all the sense of competition that was so important for this. This, for, for everything out of this, because there's no longer the consequence of shit. We have to play Europa League, or shit. We're not even make Europa League. You're taking all of this out, and that's gonna but make. At it- the same time, at the same time, the way that wages were going for players, y-
1: y- these teams couldn't pay. You know, promise to pay these players these hi- these super high wages and compete with teams where owners are putting in hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. Um, and promise to pay these players this type of money to compete without some sort of guarantee, without some sort of fallback saying, you know, oh, shit, guess what? If, a couple, if we get a couple of injuries and we end up getting knocked out of the Champions League and not getting into Champions League for a few years, we're going to get into a hole where we're suddenly going to be, you know, hundreds of millions into debt and we're going to lose all of our players and... This is obviously the owners not wanting their investment, trying to protect that sort of investment. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that that's like a a, I'm saying that's obviously what they're doing here. And it's been the direction that football has been moving for a long, long time. And if people are blindsided by this, you're fucking blind. Like you're dumbass if you didn't see this coming, because they've been talking about it for a while. It's been happening for a while. Teams have been spending more and more every single year. Yeah. During covid the spending's gone down during this last year, but it was getting fucking absurd every single season. Teams are going out, spend 100, 200, 300 million dollars on players, and there was absolutely no consequence if they messed up on those buys. Especially teams that could just rely, rely on their billionaire owners to bail them out all the time. Yeah, do I? Do I? Am I a little bit salty that my my billionaire owner never bails out my club? A little bit little bit yeah Is this an, it,
2: what's the amount of money that each club gets for joining the super league again around 400 million 400 million okay uh how, how quickly do you think uh stan crocky had that 400 million wired from one account to a completely different account to never see the light of day at arsenal how quickly do you think he did that in other words he still doesn't give a shit about you guys he's just trying he's got what he wanted he's locked his place into a tournament that will you know feed that club and make it grow and be worth more when he sells it in years down the line, but he's not going to put money back into that, back into the club. He never has
1: America, Fuck. Yeah. That's what this is. So, you know, the Americanization of football, America didn't invent
2: capitalism, but it certainly does it the best or worse. We, 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 we we, we certainly uh... fought
1: wars to spread it. So sometimes it makes me wish they didn't win those, some of those wars. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we. This is just. I mean, think about it. Americans bought Liverpool. Americans bought Arsenal. uh, United. um, United. I mean, uh, Americans have. have, I think Aston Villa. um, There's a bunch of clubs that now are owned that are now owned by Americans that are just injecting a shitload of money into the club, or
0: the amount of English owned or or Emiratis or Russians
1: or Uzbekis. Like it's.
0: I don't the, amount of cloned, uh, the amount of English the amount of owned clubs that are managed by Englishmen in the Premier League is ridiculously low. That's all I'll say.
1: And you know what? And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm now gonna go on a little tirade because, and we'll, we'll, end this pod soon. I've been going a, a little bit long. Um, but fuck Arsenal, fuck United, and fuck Liverpool, who have been the historic clubs in the Premier League for you know, its entire existence, not just the Premier League, but the English League, you know, you can kind of forgive Tottenham who are pieces of shit, who have never won anything. They are probably were jumping to get into the Super League. But teams like Arsenal, like United, like Liverpool, who are historic teams, who've won the league a shitload of times, now even Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea's starting to get to that point, as sad as it is. They bought their way into it. But Chelsea is now getting to the point where, yeah, the last 20 years, they've, they're now almost a historic team in the league. And these teams... They, they, they could have fought for, for, for maintaining tradition, for maintaining the, the, as Alex says, the soul of football. But guess what? It had already been coming. The soul had already been taken away. They had already gone to hell. When you let Abramovich into your club, when we let Sheikh Mansoor buy Manchester City and spend all that money, when we let the Glazers come in and and do whatever the hell they wanted at Manchester United. This already was just this is the product of this, right? This is the product of the last 20 years of that football has been going. And as sad as it is, as fucked as it is, you know, I I hope that it's this is this is going to be a negotiation tactic. This isn't going to be the ultimate end end product and that there's going to a lot of changes are going to come from this. That's my hope. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen. I think that there's so many problems that need to be solved. I hope that this is a way of getting those problems solved, of getting discussions, and that this isn't just going to be something purely about money, even though that's what it looks like on the surface. That's my hope. I'm trying to be optimistic about it. I don't obviously agree with it. I'm not happy about it because I think Arsenal are never gonna fucking win this, this ESL. I think we're gonna be a shit team and like from 12th to 15th or even worse every single fucking season. And my team are gonna be the Redskins. Like uh, we're never gonna, you know what I mean? We're gonna have a shit owner. Leave that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to be the Redskins. We're going to be trash. No, the Washington and... football team. there ah, the Washington football it. team. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, you know, I'm not excited no about that. I'm not happy about that. But uh, what can I do? What, what
2: can we do? But at least do? you've got the chance to compete, right, Javier? <laughs>
1: I, at least my, I'm going to get to see my team play against time. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Chelsea. Yeah, at least I'm going to be able to see my team <laughs> play against the best teams in the world. Wouldn't that be great
2: to, for every person's club to have the chance to
1: compete against each other and earn the right to compete against the best? Wouldn't that be great? But but I I do yeah, think that I mean, well, the notion the the notion that domestic competition is going to completely die because of this is also a little bit exaggerated. We we don't we we don't know for sure, but.
2: Yeah, we What's don't know for currently sure. Currently proposed, that's... that's a very reasonable outcome. That, like, and even if those teams stay in uh, the Premier League, why wouldn't Chelsea just field their youth their youth team in the Premier League and let their youth team just get like relegated from the Premier League? Meanwhile, their starters play all of the the uh, the Super League Super games. League.
0: Like, yeah. Also, why would you care? Point. Before we there's finish, no, no... before we finish, they really they, like. They had all these billionaires in a room, and the best name they could come up with it was the Super League. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What about the Mega that's, that's League? The
1: worst. The yeah, Ultra
0: League. Like, they should just the called the it America name. League or, or it's, uh, Capital. Yeah, League. I don't have anything funny, League. and creative, but the Super League's the best you got. Like, I'm available. I will come up with ideas. Okay, uh, how about like, we just. I, am, I How about we just call it Capitalism's One?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, de- the death of communism.
0: Yeah. Oh God. Socialism. All right, well, yeah. I, I think, I think that's, yeah. a, that's probably a good place for us to end it here. Um, no, thank you guys. No, for, no Andrew, for let's a, get into a whole communist
2: or socialist versus uh, capitalist debate. Let's get into it right now. Here, I'm we go. entirely <laughs> too sober for that right now. Join our, join our Patreon to get that. that discuss- No, we don't have it to Patreon, but maybe someday. Well, that
0: would be very not socialist of us. <laughs> exactly. That's the joke. Doc JPEG.
1: But hey, uh, I want to hear. I want to hear for everyone out there, you know, listening. If you guys got opinions, if you agree with some of us, if you think there could be positives that come from this, how would they? How would they let
0: you know, Javier? Hey,
1: you can get to my Twitter handle at Javier Nine. Because you're so, dropping, so you're selfish, just like Twitter. these clubs that are breaking out. At He's just AS going for Mos himself Yeah, look at Javier dropping well. tweets and all the time left Pizarro. and right about,
0: about Look at Javier dropping all the tweets about what's going on in the world of anything on on his Twitter at Javier Nine. Go go check out go check out that timeline. There's, there's so much going on. It's, yeah, I was it's about to say I haven't regularly. seen an
2: original tweet from uh, Javier in a while. So all, all right, I don't think I've. It's we'll all retweets of it. his we'll girlfriend. We'll get back
0: at it. We'll get back at it.
2: <laughs> Come on, Javier, throw some of your own stuff up there. We want your opinion. <laughs>
0: Yeah, stop Get those Twitter fingers. Get, get those Twitter fingers out. Come on, bud. Um, in all honesty, thank you guys for listening along to this emergency podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ghost Gold Pod, at and Andrew Pissar at ASMoss92, at JavierRev9. Uh, we'll be back middle of the week with, uh, you know, we'll talk about the shit that actually matters. The game, the beautiful game. And uh, until next time. Existence is pain.